Who's got internet that's never lagging? Whose groceries do their own bagging? Who's got hair worth extra bragging? With pants that aren't too sagging? They only put up with a little nagging. Who's hotter than a fire-breathing dragon? Jack Wagon. Holy shit, what a weekend, guys. Uh, welcome back, Jack Wagons, Mullet Mafias. Damn, what a what a Mouthful weekend mafia? of sports. Yeah, just I can't talk, so we're just gonna keep going. No, it's alright. It's alright. You're just so excited from the weekend. I am. Yeah, it was it was a great weekend. Uh, it was down to the last second. Yeah. Um. Great. Yeah, great weekend. Uh, so let's let's just get right into it. Uh, over in the NFL, we had the divisional round this weekend. Um, after the blowouts that were just all around. Uh, last weekend, every game was within six points this weekend. Um, so first up, we had the 49ers. And I, believe, I believe every single one was ended on the last play, too, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, actually, yeah, the Rams kicked that last yeah. field goal. That's right. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're going to start it off. Uh, we had the Bengals at the Titans. Um, Joe Burrow could not stay upright to save his life. And I, I mean, it's not his fault. He he tried scrambling. He tried everything. Um, that Titans D-line was just getting after him. Nine sacks, uh, which I believe is the most in a postseason game in history. Uh, I'm not sure if it's – it might be the most in postseason history, but I do know at least he is the only quarterback in postseason history to take nine sacks and still win the game. Which is just that. ridiculous. Um yeah, an absolute dog. He's Which, an animal. Well, my my favorite part of this is like Saturday morning. We were watching Sports Center, and they are just riding Tannehill's dick all morning. Like, oh my god! Like when Derrick Henry's in, he has the best QBR. Uh, he's a really good like you know. The, they basically had the Titans winning by like three touchdowns, and I was like, Tannehill fucking sucks. The reason he has such a high QBR is because he literally just hands the ball off ninety eight fucking percent of the time. Um. So to yeah, see and, him throw three interceptions was lovely. And especially, like, the first play And an play interception of the game. on the start of the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first play of the game, he throws a pick. I loved it. Um, well, my, my thing was, they before, the like, as the game was starting, they showed this thing about um, Tannehill's completion percentage in play action when Derrick Henry's in the game versus when he's not in the game. Mm-hmm. And for the first half, it seemed like every time they ran a play action, Derrick Henry wasn't the running back in the game. And I exactly. get that, like, he just came back from a big injury and you want to, you know, save them some snaps. But if you're going to run play action, especially if the running back isn't even running a route, if he's blocking, keep him in the damn game. At the very least, the defense is going to be worried about him. Like, nobody cares that he was out for however many weeks it was. It is right. still Derrick Henry. Well, it's like, I mean, I, I can, like, watching that game too, like, yeah, you can tell, like, Henry helped that offense a little bit, but he got us to tell he was still hurt, like, badly because, like he was not running at full speed, like yeah. when when he was hitting holes, he, you can see him like almost like I want to say he was like he was limping. It almost seemed like, um, yeah. Well, well, I feel like that really cost him. Yeah, they they went for it on fourth down a couple times with him running the ball, and you could tell he was just not. And yeah, I know like you're getting ready to say he had that metal plate in his foot, and I understand yeah. what he did was not easy. So like, and I, yeah, I Henry knew him. he wasn't a hundred percent, and I, I commend <laughs> him for for coming back and for, you know pushing through that to, you know, help him or try and help his team win uh, a playoff game. But, um, yeah, the, the Titans just had absolutely no offensive answers for what the Bengals were throwing at them. 
the Bengals offense looked good when Joe Burrow had time to throw the ball. And uh, which wasn't often, but no. when it was, it was. It was but good. I, I am absolutely ecstatic for the Bengals. I'm very happy they won that game. Uh, final score nineteen sixteen. You and I both picked that game correctly. Uh, the other Saturday night wild card, or sorry, divisional game. Uh, we had the 49ers at the Packers. Uh, and you picked the 49ers, and I picked Green Bay. But I like I told you before is like I, Green Bay just whatever it is in the postseason with the 49ers, they just they can't do anything with it. Um, which is which is good for the 49ers because the 49ers played like absolute shit. The only touchdown yeah. they had was off a block punt. Like. Yeah, no, yeah, but that was well. I mean, both offenses looked fucking horrible. Yeah, like, I was like, what it was the hell. Am I a watching? big shit show in the snow? It was well. The the, the worst part was is the snow didn't start till the second half. The, yeah, the whole that, first that's half the it was just part, cold. Like, it's like, oh my god. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. The Packers go down on the first drive, score a touchdown, and that was it. They got in the field goal range one time. They had the kick blocked. Uh, they got in the field goal range one other time. They kicked the field goal. Um, did they miss another? I want to say they missed another field goal. Uh, really? Somebody, or no, no, they went. No, they went was, for it on fourth the, down. The, yeah, they went for it on fourth yeah. down. Uh, didn't get it. Buccaneers um, missed one. Yeah, in their game. So just two offenses that just didn't look like they had any desire to be there. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo throws an interception, uh, has no touchdowns, and wins the game. This is the second time that he's thrown no touchdowns in a playoff game. Or I believe second. Second or third time he's thrown no touchdowns in a playoff game and they've won. Which is just I feel like an absurd stat. Um out of boy, I guess. Yeah, right. <laughs> so but I'm I'm just happy the Packers lost as a Bears fan. Um but also as a Bears fan I'm very pissed off because Robbie Gold, who we should have never released uh, you know, kicks the 49ers into the NFC Championship game. So, Good for him. I'm very, pr- I'm very glad. I'm very happy for him, but also I'm fucking, I'm pissed at the Bears for yeah. him. And before we move on, this man is an absolute savage, and I didn't realize it. Like, so I seen this tweet after he kicked the game-winning field goal that was like, it's no wonder he kicked the game-winning field goal. This man was practicing field goals while they were introducing their players, and he was. He was standing, like, just outside the player line as players were running through the line. Like, I'm generally surprised. Like, not that he's not accurate, but, like, I would just want to kick the ball straight at them. Like, just fuck it. Yeah, well, not only that. So, not only did this man do that and then go on to hit the game winner, but I found out yesterday, I believe it was that I found out, that he did the same exact thing to the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders while they were doing a routine routine (laughs) before the Dallas game, except the man was literally in the middle of the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, just (laughs) acting like nobody was around him. Like, it, it was... The man's a savage. The man's yes, I, savage. I, I absolutely love Robbie Gold. Like I said, I'm really pissed off that the Bears cut him a few years ago, which just made no sense, and now we've sucked with kickers ever since. Santos is, is good. He's definitely better than uh, the others we've had, but still. Um, then we got to Sunday, and we thought the football gods were done. Uh, they obviously weren't. Rams go up on the Buccaneers 27-3. to um, Oh, my God. Nick decides to text me. Like oh yeah, man, I'm three and zero. My I'm gonna I'm gonna be three and zero. My picks. I was like oh shit, like because I, I I was driving home from Pennsylvania. I thought the game started at one o'clock, and so I was like oh like look down. It was like three thirty. I was like the game's probably about over. I pull up my phone, and I look at the score, and I think at that time it was only like twenty to three, but it was like the second quarter, and I was like, are you on fucking drugs? And then the the third quarter they go up twenty seven to three. Buccaneers come storming back. Acres. Just didn't want to hold the football for some reason. Um, no. 
he he owes Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford like I think dinner every day this week and like his entire game check because and Aaron Donald and Von Miller because because yeah. the man could not hold on to a football to save his life. I think he had three fumbles in the like the last six seventeen minutes. Um, man was just ridiculous trying to hold on to that football. Yeah, he had a crucial one to end the end the first half. Um, they could have gone up. I I guess it would have been thirty. They could have gone up thirty four to three in the first half, and he fumbled at the one yard line. So. Definitely, um, I, I'm sure that's going to be in the back of my mind. And, and I do appreciate uh, Sean McVay, after he fumbled on the one-yard line, the next time that they were in the red zone, he could have said, you know what, we're going to give it to Sony Michelle. They didn't. Um, he decided to still give the ball to Cam Akers, um, you know, trying to instill trust and positivity in his running back, um, you know, which at that time he didn't fumble, but then later on in the game, like you said, he had fumbled again, so I'm sure we're probably going to see a lot more of Sony Michelle next weekend. But we'll talk about all that on Thursday. Yeah, keep going. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the, the the Rams get a huge win on the road. Um, just deflating for that Buccaneers team after Obviously, Brady almost came back. Yeah, I mean, you know that that was a flurry of points there at at the end. So the Buccaneers they they score. I think they're down seven. Um, the Rams get the ball back. They turn the ball over again. Rams or the Buccaneers drive right back down the field and score. I think there was like 30 seconds left. Um, the Rams somehow get down into field goal range thanks to a, a huge bomb from uh, Matt Stafford at Cooper Cup. And they get down there, uh, spike the ball, uh, and get the kickoff to win. Uh, they will now host the 49ers um, next weekend. Uh, and then also, I don't know if anybody else has seen this yet, but so the Rams are instituting a, a ticket policy and they're saying it's because of COVID, but they're saying that if you're not a Los Angeles area resident, you can't buy a ticket this weekend. Um, they're doing it to, to basically keep the 49er fans out after the last time they yeah. played was the last weekend or the last week of the, of the regular season, 49ers fans invaded that stadium. And that was ridiculous to see. 49ers um, fans are always invaded. They invaded Dallas too. Yeah. And it was funny. Uh, I think it's, mine, I, yeah, I think it, it, I think it's bullshit. It's, it's football. Like, if yeah. you want, you know, you shouldn't have moved to LA if you want more homegrown fans. So that's that's one you. Um, yeah, exactly. And then Don't probably miss. just when we thought like the weekend couldn't get any wilder, um, the Bills and Chiefs happened. Um, great and offensive game. My back God, and forth. yeah, great offensive game back and forth. Um, I loved watching every minute of this game. I was, you know, both of us had the Bills picked, but I was really rooting for the Bills. I really wanted them to win. Um, there's their defense just decided to not show up. Um, I think four touchdowns in the last two minutes, uh, was just ridiculous. Uh, five, I, or, uh, it, it might've been five. You're right. No. Um, yeah. Chiefs scored Wait, last with, four minutes. I don't know. No, um, I think it's four. I think it's four. Cause it was 25 points in the last minute and 54 seconds, which would have been three touchdowns and a field goal. Or no, yep. 25 points. That doesn't sound. They, they went for two. Oh yeah. Went for two. Yeah. Duh. So. Yeah, 25 so, yeah, points in the last minute, 54. Um, I don't know what else to say about this game, except I hope to God the Bengals win because I'm sick and tired of seeing Brittany and Jackson Mahomes on fucking the internet every week about <laughs> doing some stupid shit. Um, yeah. And speaking like, of, I love Pat, I love Pat Mahomes. Game, take the over. Yeah, I love <laughs> Pat Mahomes, but I cannot fucking – like, his family is ruining him for me. Like, 
I I'm so sick and tired of seeing them just fuck everything up every week. And yeah. I I hate Austin them. is completely disrespectful and entitled for absolutely no reason. Like the only reason you're popular is because your brother is the uh, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. And your wife is, or and his wife. I don't. Even, you say her name was Brittany. Yeah. And I I don't like dogging on people's wives, but it's like I I feel like she knows that she's obnoxious, and, and she like, just like gets uh, her like, attention. Right, yeah. So more. yeah. Just, yeah. Um, but I, nonetheless, I'm very excited to see um, Mahomes and Allen play against each other so much more in the coming years. Um, yeah. I think- and somebody tweeted out that this was the new uh, Brady-Manning rivalry. And, and I definitely, I can see that, and I definitely agree with it. Um, but the one yeah. thing that I have to point out is that Brady and Manning didn't have Joe Burrow out there, too. So, yeah. AFC I, th- I think the AFC is, is going to be good. very entertaining to watch with these three teams. Um, if the Titans could get a fucking half decent quarterback, they'd be good. Um, yeah. e- even if the Ravens can get more of an, like not be hurt every year, I think even you could throw Lamar Jackson, just not, I'm not saying I'm not. Yeah. I get what you mean. Lamar yeah. Jackson's great. I'm not saying he's bad. He's just a saying great, he's, he's a great, he's entertaining. Yeah. He is yes. entertaining to watch. And, and yeah, I think the four of those teams moving forward are, are going to be a lot of fun. If, if the Ravens can learn to stay healthy. Um, so, we have a couple headlines to go over, too, now that the weekend is over. First up, um, a lot of people are now specu- specu- speculating. A lot Spacking. of people are now s- speculating um, with Rodgers and, and the Packers losing on Saturday night. If that was his last game as a Green Bay Packer, you know, he had all the controversy and drama last offseason saying he wasn't coming back, um, showed up uh, in, in training camp and told the team that, I'll play this year, but if I if I say I want traded, you're gonna trade me, and I'm not guaranteeing I'm gonna play for you next year. Um, Nick, do you think Rodgers played his last game as a Green Bay Packer? So look, uh, first of all, Rodgers is not a dumb human being by any means. Um, he he knows what he's doing. He's a businessman. Um, I actually, uh, I had watched a little bit of a podcast that he had talked on about uh, when the whole COVID thing came out um, with him. And it made me realize that he's actually a very intellectual human being. Um, So with that being said, I I do think that Rodgers wants out of Green Bay. He feels like he was, the team was mismanaged. Um, He's been carrying that team on his back for how many years? Um, But at the same time, if Green Bay is the best situation, and I personally think he should stay in Green Bay, uh, in that division, you're basically guaranteed the division championship for at least the next three, four years, um, as long as you continue to have some sort of help. As long as your team doesn't regress, I think he's guaranteed a division championship the next three, four years, at least. Kirk Cousins, they're not sure what's going on with him. Um, you know, the Bears, you guys obviously are in a rebuild phase, um, you know, six wins. So not a terrible rebuild phase. You're not like the Jets or Jags or anything, but a rebuild. Nonetheless, you got a young quarterback. You're hoping to develop um, new coach, new GM. So I think that green Bay is a good situation for him as long as they continue to better the team around him. But with that being said, one, he's got to think about everything. He's got to think about family. He's got to think about money. Um, and quite honestly, one of the teams that are being looked at for him is the Denver Broncos. And if I'm Aaron Rodgers and I seen the way that Denver performed this year without having a good quarterback, 
Um, you know, their defense was playing lights out. Even after they got rid of Von Miller, their defense was still keeping them in games, was still playing well. Um, and that wide receiver group, not a lot of people talk about this, but that wide receiver um, group, room, whatever, um, is actually very talented. A lot of young talent, um, too. So I definitely think that Rodgers has other options. Um, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I, I think that he will leave. Um, but I, where he's going, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Uh, I think, and I think he should definitely leave. Um, I think that, yeah, you're, like you said, you know, he's in a good situation in green Bay, but that team is just a, a shit show every year. It seems like, especially come playoff time. Cause I mean, you think back to it, <clears throat> I don't know what it is about the Packers coaches in the postseason, but they just, they lose all their brain cells. Um, they did this, like this happened to Brett Favre too, um, and you, you think about it, both of those quarterbacks, Rodgers and Favre, only have one uh, Super Bowl championship each to their name, um, with with all the division titles and everything. Um, whether it be the coaching or their 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 own poor play in the playoffs, um, so I I really want to see Rodgers go somewhere else and see if he is as good as uh, as he says he is, um. You know, obviously, we we all think Rodgers is one of the best in the league right now. Um, I don't think he's anywhere near the greatest of all time conversation, especially when year in year out he's losing in in the playoffs. You know, you have one Super Bowl title. Uh, Joe Flacco has one Super Bowl title, so you know. Right. I think you could argue that Aaron Rodgers is definitely, in my opinion, I think he's a top three quarterback talent wise all time. Um, but obviously, you know, when you're actually talking about success and all that, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I would, I would, I would agree that he is definitely one of the most playoffs. talented people to come through the NFL. Yeah. And, and I get that it, it's at, not at all time his is, fault. yeah, like, yeah. At the time, at times it's his decision-making that holds him back at times. It's the coaching, you know, whatever it may be. Um, but yeah, so I, I but yeah. I really do think it'd be in his best interest just to leave and, and see what else, you know, is out there. Yeah. Um, at the very least, a, a change of scenery, um, a reset for, for both parties. Um, if you're Aaron Rodgers, there's a good chance Devontae Adams, your favorite target, is going to follow you wherever you go. Right. Um, you know, so in all honesty, I, I I think he'd be dumb to leave from a from a schedule standpoint, but I think he'd be dumb to stay from a player standpoint. Yeah. Um. And then the other QB uh, we're talking about maybe leaving is Tom Brady. Now it came out before they uh, they played the uh, the Rams on Sunday that Brady has said that if they win the Super Bowl this year, he w- he was done. He was going to retire after the Super Bowl. Um, obviously they lose, but the rumors are still circulating, and he's kind of feeding into it too. Like, listen, you know, I have a lot to think about with my family and stuff. Um, he said on his podcast today. Yeah, so I, hold on. I want to ma- I make something something clear real quick. I, I'm pretty sure now, I could be wrong. The last I heard pregame was he said that ideally he would like to retire after a Super Bowl. I, I don't think the words were actually out, came out of his mouth that he said, if we win the Super Bowl this year, I'm retiring. I think he just said ideally. I think somebody asked him, like, if you could choose when you retire, when would you do it? And I think that's when he was yeah, like, yeah, ideally after the Super Bowl. And I think everybody yeah. kind of was like, oh, well, if he wins the Super Bowl this year, because it's the NFL and Tom Brady, it, people love it. But, but yeah, uh, it definitely, um, you know, retirement is, is in the question at this point. I just yeah. I just wanted to, like I said, I, I could be wrong about that. I, could uh, I think you're right. And, but, yeah, um, 
yeah, so he goes on his podcast today, and you know, people are again asking him about it, and um, he hasn't said anything definitive yet. Uh, he's still under contract for I think one more year, but um, he said that you know we're not guaranteed to live like you know I might die tomorrow, kind of uh, like along the lines. And he's like you know we can't play forever, we can't Kobe live Bryant. forever. Yeah, and you know he said he he takes a lot of inspiration from Kobe Bryant because. You know, Kobe could have kept playing, but he retired when he did. He got to spend a lot of time, and, you know, unfortunately, you know, Kobe passed away. And he's like, you know, I don't want something like that to happen to me. And, you know, I, you know, leave all this regret behind of not spending more time with my family. So it's definitely something he's heavily considering. Um, I think Tom Brady will come back for one more year uh, and announce that as, like, listen, this is my last year. I'm coming back. We're going to go win a title, whatever. Um, but, yeah, I, I think he's going to. Do one more year and be done. Uh, but what do you think? So I, I'm kind of on the fence about this one because um, when the postseason started, there were, I believe, two of his former teammates that came out and said that they believe that he would retire at the end of the year. Um, and then the, um, before the game came out, like we said, those comments were made. Um, and obviously, you know, you won the Super Bowl last year. This year didn't work out so good, um, you know, not necessarily his fault. Uh, you know, he was playing great all season. He was in the MVP conversation, um, had one of his wide receivers fake being vaccinated and have to miss some games and then end up, you know, ripping his jersey off and leaving mid-game. His favorite receiver this year, by the way, um, Antonio Brown. Uh, he had Godwin get injured right before the playoffs, which wasn't good. Had Worfs get injured right before um, the game with the Rams, which obviously with a pass rush like that isn't a good thing when that's your best uh, offensive lineman. Um, so uh, it's not necessarily anything to blame. I don't think that would give him a reason to retire. Um, I, I think at this point, Brady's being 100% honest, and it's going to come down to, you know, how he feels. Um whether he feels like it's the you know it's the time to settle down and spend more time with his family in his nice twenty two million dollar house, I believe it was um you know it, whatever it is maybe maybe he decides to coach instead i don't I don't think he really has the personality <laughs> to coach um but he's definitely I got the, be, the knowledge be to do it better uh better cut out for like a gm role yeah i I agree. Um, if if I, he did I anything, I, I see him more so doing like something like TV. I see him even like, I think it'd be really cool. Um, and this is nothing against Eli. I think Eli was a better one out of the, you know, the Manning cast or whatever this year. But I would love to see Brady and Peyton Manning do that shit or even make it all three of them. Um, yeah, like, I, I think I, that would could, be kind of First cool of all, could you imagine? Because like they've all like Eli's beaten Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. It, it be, yeah, it's just like uh, rock, it, paper, it, scissors it, sitting in a room. Yeah, it would it would be great. It would really, yeah. yeah it would. Um, be, I, I agree with you. Um, yeah, no, but yeah, like he's like after everything he's gone through this year, I I, <laughs> I don't think like it, as me as a player, like everything that happened this year, I think I would be done after just having to go through all that bullshit. But um, I I think he's coming back for at least one more year. Um, yeah, moving uh, on. Knowing Tom Brady as a man who, when you ask him which Super Bowl was his favorite, and he t looks you in the eyes and tells you the next one. Yeah, I don't think Tom Brady's going out like that. No. Um, now, uh, again, his family, um, you know, obviously, like, if I were in his situation, my family would be, you know, a very big concern of mine. Um, but I, 
at the end of the day, I, I don't think that he's he's going to leave. He's got one more year. He might, however, and we could save this for another day if we want to, or even if it picks up, he might not be a Buccaneer next year. But I, I, I think he's playing one, at least one more year somewhere. Yeah. I, I'm not I, saying I don't, necessarily that I think he's going to leave either. I'm just saying no, that I, I don't, he might I don't not think be he's going to leave just because of the situation he's in with Arians. And that that whole coaching staff. They basically but imagine, imagine Rodgers leaves Green wants. Bay, and and Brady's like, "I'm going to Green Bay to win a Super Bowl," and does it. You know, he yeah. no, you know what I mean? Like, because it's Tom Brady, he's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, but, he is. But I don't think. So he would I'm, ever all I'm go saying is, Bay. just don't count him out yeah. on it. No, I'm but not. I'm just I, saying I don't yeah. think Green Bay of all places be, would be where he goes. Maybe like the um, 49ers because they're not necessarily happy with Jimmy G, and yeah. they got obviously got a good team in a good situation. I don't know. Like, I'm just speculating here. Um, I'm just. Some yeah, so out. moving on, uh, we have the Bears are finalizing a deal to make Chiefs Assistant Director of Player Personnel, Ryan Poles, their new general manager. Um, as a Bears fan, I'm actually kind of excited about this. Uh, you know, the Chiefs have obviously been one of the best teams with bringing in talent um, and you know, keeping that talent around you know, to sustain these deep playoff runs, Super Bowl runs. Um, so I'm very excited about this to, to see what comes of this and um, how well he does. Uh, now it's just up to see who our next head coach is going to be. Speaking of head coaches, uh, the Ravens are finalizing a extension for John Harbaugh. Um, no, no word on you know how many years it's going to be. Um, but it looks like uh, Harbaugh is going to be a lifer for the Ravens. Uh, which I, as an outsider, I don't hate. You know, there was a couple years there where you know Ravens fans were were getting a little tired of him. Um, you know, just missing the playoffs or lo- losing early in the playoffs. Um, but what, he does a lot with what he's given. Um, I think he's a great coach for the Ravens. And uh, I, I think, like I said, I think he's going to be there for the rest of his career. Um, there's also been some talk of Jim Harbaugh from Michigan heading to the Raiders. Uh, Michigan has come out and said that, you know, they are fully expecting him to leave. Um, they're just basically waiting for him to say, you know, hey, I'm I'm leaving. Um, but the Raiders also have not reached out to him at all. Um, you know, we said this a couple or at least weeks. have not interviewed him yet. Yeah, there maybe you know there might have been. We said this a couple weeks ago when we went over all the coach openings. Um, I I really think the the Raiders should stick with uh, their intern coach. I and forgive me, I'm blanking on his name right now, but he did so much with a just a shit show of a franchise and actually got them into the playoffs. Yeah, they got blown out in the first or no, they didn't actually even get blown out. Yeah, that you lose in the first round of the playoffs, but the fact that you made the playoffs with that team yeah. in the state it was in when he took over, uh yeah, he absolutely deserves a job. But that'll be a storyline to see. Uh another head coach opening. Um Sean Payton has announced that he is leaving the Saints. Uh now he didn't officially say he's retiring, uh, but he's just stepping away from coaching with the Saints. Um, uh, yeah, have... I believe he did come out a little later and said that his plan was not to coach in 2022. Now he again yeah. he didn't come out and say I'm officially retiring. Um, I, maybe he's just taking the year off. Um, but whatever the situation may be. Uh, but yeah, he, so he has been head coach of the Saints for the last 16 years. Uh, a lot of TV networks um have expressed interest in him. Uh, now if he were to try and coach again this year or even next year at a different team, he is currently under contract for the next three years with the Saints, so he would have to pay that off first before he could go to another team. Um, at least in the NFL now if he wanted to go to college, which I don't see him doing. Um do <laughs> I that. don't know why he would. <laughs> no. But uh nonetheless, uh it 
it was kind of sh- like you know the, the Saints front office had you know come out and said like they're really unsure if Sean Payton was coming back this year. Um, and then all of a sudden it's like, yep, no, I'm gonna leave. Uh, so kind of shocking. Um, but when, when you deal with as many playoff heartbreaks as they have, and the, the whole situation yeah. now that Breeze has left, um, and not understandable. That, yeah, yeah, that team's about to be in rebuild in the next. I mean, well, I mean. You could argue they're in rebuild now, but they're about to be in full rebuild here in the next two, three years. Yeah. Um, I definitely, not a bad time to get out if you're Sean no. <laughs> And lastly, um, so the, the controversy has come back up again, uh, you know, after the Bills Chiefs game. Everybody's saying the NFL needs to fix their overtime rules. Um, listen, I don't hate the overtime rules. Um, because at the end of the day, your defense needs to make a stop. Everybody's arguing, oh, well, both both offenses should get a chance. Like, I mean, I do see that point, but if you want to give your offense a chance, your defense needs to not play like shit. Um, like, you know, after they scored uh, to go up th- with 13 seconds left, they're playing fucking prevent defense. Like, bro, the Chiefs don't need to score a touchdown. They need to kick a field goal to win. Like, and their safeties are, like, at the other 30-yard line. It's like, yo, what the hell are you doing in here? It was Kittle running right at the middle of the field. Nobody's within ten yards of him, and he just gets into field goal range. It's like, just like y- y'all played stupid. That costs you, you know, getting in the winning in regulation. Then you go into overtime, and your defense just fucking packed it in. Um, like your your defense should have played. Like it would have been one thing if they like made multiple like third down stops. They got the fourth down. The Chiefs just kept going for it, and but. Nonetheless, I, I just think the Bills' defense should have played better. But um, with that being said, I do believe that there needs to be some change to the overtime rules. Um, so, Nick, I'll let you go first. What what changes would you make to the overtime rules? Yeah, so uh, first of all, I, I, I do want to state that I do agree with you. Um, you know, it's not like the overtime rules were a surprise. Everybody knew the rules going into overtime. The ref mm-hmm. sat there and discussed them before the coin flip. Like, everybody knew. Um, well, I just think real quick, I think the funniest part is, is, uh, a couple years ago when the, the Patriots beat the chiefs in, uh, the AFC championship game to go to the Super Bowl, and the off season, the chiefs were like, Hey, I think we should change the overtime rule. And nobody agreed with them. And now they have just dominated this overtime rule. (laughs) Yeah. By all means, like if you can't beat it, join it, I guess. Um, but no, um, I, so I, I do agree with you that at the end of the day, the rules are the rules, and your defense should have made a stop. If you want your offense to get on the field, make a stop. Um, but nonetheless, as somebody who's watched college and who's watched my specific college team go into, I believe it was nine overtimes um, in a game that we ended up losing, but it was still a thriller nonetheless, um, I, I do think that there needs to be some some changes. I do feel like, both sides getting I, I feel like both sides getting a chance at the ball um is gonna be more beneficial for the game in general. I I don't necessarily disagree with the way that the overtime rules are set up, but I do think that making sure that each offense gets the ball at least once is only gonna make the game more entertaining. Um now I did see I seen a tweet that I felt like made it pretty at least had it pretty close. This guy said to put fifteen seconds on the clock. Um, no field goals, only two point conversions. Minutes. Was it f- okay? Yeah, fifteen minutes. On <laughs> I don't the think clock. anybody's scoring in fifteen seconds. 
sorry, yeah, 15 <laughs> minutes. I'm just dumb. Um, 15 minutes, uh, you know, two-point conversions only, uh, no extra points. Um, and at that point, uh, 15 minutes, that's a whole extra quarter. I, I'm thinking maybe 10, maybe 12, uh, but whatever you decide, some time limit, run it like an extra quarter, basically. I personally think it should be 10 minutes. At the end of that, if you're still tied, I love the way college does two-point conversions. That is just absolute mayhem. I think it's <laughs> like I'll, I'll get to it. Oh, I think it's the dumbest fucking thing ever. Like, and see, uh, I personally think that at the end of 10 minutes, there's a good chance you're probably not going to be tied anymore. Um, I, I think that uh, the only reason I want the two-point conversion thing is just because at some point there's got to be something to break the tie. Um, and I think that continuing to add another quarter and another quarter and or you know another 10 minutes and another 10 minutes or whatever um i don't think that's good for player safety and player health um and the two-point conversion to me is is it's fucking weird i'm not gonna lie and like it's heartbreaking and but there's got to be something and i guess that's why college the ncaa went with it because there's got to be something to break that tie um but that that's that's my take. I, I'm saying 10 minutes, um, no extra points, two-point conversions. Um, obviously, I, I think you should be allowed to kick field goals. I'm not sure if this guy meant no field goals at all or just the extra points. Um, but I, I think you should be allowed to kick a field goal because if you kick a field goal, you're betting on your defense to stop the other offense at that point. So 10 minutes, um, no extra points, two-point conversions only, field goals allowed if you're willing to take that risk. Yeah, um, so yeah, real quick, uh, the new college overtime rules are just ridiculously fucking stupid. Um, there was nothing wrong with what they had before, where, you know, you know, you start the 25, you go back and forth, um, and then after the third overtime, you have to go for two. They had one game go to seven overtimes, like, oh, we can't have that anymore. It's like, just, why? And now we have to sit there, and the only reason that Penn State game went to nine overtimes it's because they did fucking two-point conversions for the last six. And that was that's just, like, at some point, you run out of two-point conversion plays. And it's just so stupid to watch that. Um, and I, so I, I, I so think... I'm, I'm kind of, like, listening to you talk right here, I'm kind of thinking something almost like a shootout. Like, obviously... You watch two uh, fucking hockey guess... games, and now you just want to watch shootouts all the time. God damn it. Well, <laughs> obviously, like, you can't exactly have a shootout in the NFL. And I guess that I guess that's kind of what the two-point conversion thing is. Um, so I don't know, maybe because as like as I'm hearing you talk, like I'm processing more of it, and I don't know, I don't know. I'm just gonna stick with my original idea. Sorry, go ahead. No, um, but yeah, I like your idea. I it either needs to be the 15 minutes or the 10 minutes, but uh, no field goals, um, no extra points. It's it's all two. No field versions. goals at all. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I like. That. Yeah, no. Whenever you, if you score I, a touchdown, I, you have to go yeah. for two. Um. There's no kickoffs either. You just start on the 25. Um, which, honestly, in the next five years, I'd see the NFL just getting ready to kickoffs all together. But, and this goes, I like, but I want I want these rules for both college and the NFL. Um, and I think that's how overtime should be. Uh, e- yeah, either 10 minutes or even do the full quarter. I really wouldn't mind watching another 15 minutes of football. I, like, I, like, I understand after a while, yeah, the other game starts to drag on. But, um, like, when you have a game like the Bills and Chiefs, I would have paid pay-per-view money to watch a whole nother quarter 
Uh, oh yeah, if you, if you just said this is going into overtime, the only way you can watch it is fifty bucks. I would be like, here. Yeah, okay, <laughs> gladly. Um, but yeah, I think that that's the best way to do overtime. Um, I mean, now you could tweak the rules. Like, okay, yeah, you could kick field goals or you can do extra points, whatever. But um, the NFL can keep their ties, which I think is stupid. I think they should keep going, but um. You know, they're, they're going to keep See, the, the only reason I was saying about the two-point was, like, in the playoffs. Because, obviously, you can't have a tie in the playoffs. Yeah, no, um, I agree. But I, I do think if you – I think if you say that you can only score touchdowns, like, if you take field goals away entirely, and like you said – or like we both said, no extra points, that forces you to go for two, you're going to obviously miss two-point conversions more often than you miss an extra point. So, yeah. I, I think that it honestly would give us the kind of – satisfaction that we're looking for and the decisiveness um but nonetheless yeah i agree um so that that wraps up our our nfl discussion finally <laughs> uh for That's this a happy week one today. yeah we, i mean it was a wild weekend uh, i'm sure next monday is just going to be uh, as exciting and fun to talk about i'm sure um so nick why, why don't you talk to us a little bit about some men's basketball yes so uh, a few big games that we had this past weekend uh, we had Michigan State at Wisconsin. Uh, they ended up winning 86 to, uh, to 74 in a big, big 10, ma- big, big 10 matchup. Didn't realize it was such a big place in a row. Um, uh, obviously, a hard fought game. Um, that, for a big 10 matchup, that. Seems high scoring. I I didn't get to watch any of it, unfortunately. Um, I wanted to, and I completely forgot that the game was even on. Um, but that seems uh, Big Ten. I feel like is usually more of a, a defensive. Um, now you do have some teams like Ohio State that can put up points and whatnot, but it seems like a like a good game going on. Did you get to watch uh, any of these games that we have on here? Uh, not not the Michigan State game, but like I mean, Michigan State always has a has a really good offense. And I mean, I I said this on Thursday when we made these picks. Um. You know, when Wisconsin lost to Ohio State early in the season, it's because Ohio State imposed their style of play, made it fast paced, and Wisconsin just doesn't play up to that style. They are one of those, you know, they rely heavily on their defense. Um, and so again, this is this is a style of game where Michigan State imposed their style, um, you know, fast paced, high scoring offense, and trying to force Wisconsin to keep up, and they just can't. Um, I thought Wisconsin, you know, had finally got it to the point. Where they're the team that can impose their, and I mean for the most part they have been this season, but uh, Michigan State just found the key to, uh, you know, outsmarting them, and you know here they are, they're they're winners and they're back in the top ten. For sure, and it's uh, when you're a slow paced team, when you play like a good defensive, find the best shot. Typically, that is a lot harder to fight than slowing down a fast paced team. Like, if you get in a fast-paced team's way, obviously they're going to slow down. But when you're playing a slow-paced team, typically it's difficult. Like, I remember um, in high school, we had we scored a lot of points in the paint. And there was a team that we played that normally didn't really play a 2-3 defense. They normally were a man defense team. But they decided to play 2-3 against us, um, which obviously, being the big man in the center, hated. <laughs> Especially because, like, I like to drive. And all they do is just slide in front of you and take a charge. It was annoying. Um, but it is so difficult when you play a team like that to be able to overcome that. So definitely, um, big props to Michigan state, uh, getting back in the top 10. Good for them. Um, moving on, 
We had Kentucky uh, trying to find their way back up top of the NCAA against Auburn. Ended up losing 71 um, to 80 in Auburn. Uh, obviously, Auburn um, still looking like the best team in the NCAA. Finally, sitting at that number one spot. Uh, we'll go over the top 10 later. Um, but definitely looking good getting here. Uh, I guess we're probably relatively close to the middle of the season. I would assume. I'm well, not I think we're almost at the end. Right? I mean, we're starting February. We Are we? February. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. my God! It's almost February. Jesus. <sighs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is. I, I, so I did. I watch have no this concept game. of dates. Yeah. By the way. So I did watch this game. <laughs> uh, Kentucky had like control of the game in the, in the first half. Um, like it really looked like they were gonna you know control the game the whole way through, and then second half came around and Auburn, uh, just flipped that switch and they came out firing the whole second half. Um. Made a made a big run there towards the middle of the period, went up, and they didn't look back. Um, so yeah, they are definitely playing like the number one team in the in the country, and like you said, we're gonna get to the top ten here in a minute. But um, it's it's nice to see them finally rewarded uh, for how they've been playing. For sure. Um, and in another, or uh, and and sorry, I'm not quite sure what I went to say there. But moving on, uh, we had LSU at Tennessee. George, I believe you picked Tennessee in this one, so George was right here. Goddamn right. Yes, sir. LSU 50, Tennessee 64. Um, 50 points. It's not very often, at least that I can think of, that a team doesn't score above 50 points. Now, if it's like some schmuck playing like Gonzaga or Baylor or like an Auburn um, or just any good defensive team in general, um, not necessarily saying that those teams are like known for their defense, but I know Baylor's a strong defense team, but you get what I mean. Baylor um, held Nova to less than 50 when they played. Yeah. Well, I remember talking about that. So, um, and obviously like I, Tennessee is a good defensive team. Um, LSU was looking to try to build momentum um, on a big win, but obviously fell 14 points short of that. Did you get to watch this one? I didn't. Uh, yeah. I, I watched the Kentucky game and then the football game on. So, Fair, yeah, yeah. I was so worried about football this weekend that there was actually um more than just these games that we're talking about that I wanted to watch and like completely forgot all of them because of football. <laughs> but uh, and last but not least, we had Texas Tech at Kansas, um, in an absolute shootout. Texas Tech losing by three points, ninety-one to ninety-four. Uh, both teams wanted a hundred points. Everybody in the st- Everybody in the stands wanted free tacos at Taco Bell or whatever the hell they, I don't know. They probably do something for scoring a bunch of points. Every team does. But um, this one, this was one of the games that I did want to watch. And I wish that I did at this point because 91 and 94 is just, first of all, like when it comes to basketball, I'm not a very, like I play defense when I play basketball. When it comes to watching basketball, I don't care about defense. I just want to watch the ball go in the hoop. So I definitely wish I would have watched this one. It seems like it was just absolute mayhem the entire game. Yeah, uh, I mean, double overtime, uh, Big 12, just like their, their football, it's, it's all offense and the defense. Um, but, <laughs> Love you know, it. Texas Tech tried to upset another top five team. Uh, or, yeah, top five team uh, on the road. Uh, just couldn't pull this one off. Um, but with this one, I was... So on Sunday the Penguins, the Penguins played and then football started. So 
I, I didn't get to watch much uh, college basketball on Sunday. I'm sorry, okay? It's okay. I didn't either. I didn't either. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, but like anyway, we said we... Yeah, it do be like that sometimes. I did manage to watch the UNC-Virginia Tech game last night, but actually I watched like half it and went to bed because I'm a responsible adult. Quote, unquote. <laughs> um, <laughs> but <laughs> nonetheless, uh, we told you we were going to go over the top 10 uh, from the top 25. We are going to do that now. Uh, as stated previously, sitting at number one is Auburn. Sitting at number two is Gonzaga. Sitting at number three is Arizona. Baylor has dropped down to four. Kansas currently sits at five. Purdue sitting steady at six. Houston at seven. UCLA tied for seven? Or is that supposed to be eight? No, no, they're, they're, we have two teams tied. Tied for seven again? Yeah. Okay, I just, want, I just want to make sure we, we're still on that. Voters really <laughs> just love fucking with us. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're like, you know what, these guys are dumb as it is, we're going to make it more difficult on them. Yep. Uh, so then sitting at number nine, uh, I'm sure not where Coach K wants to be sitting at, is Duke. And as stated earlier, sitting at ten is Michigan State. And with... All of that going on in college basketball. We're going to send it over to George to talk about what the pros are doing. Yeah, so a little standing update here for you guys. Uh, in the East, still uh, ridiculously tight. Um, so Miami is, is the leading team right now. Chicago is half a game back. Brooklyn is also half a game back. Milwaukee, a full game back. Cleveland, a game and a half. Philadelphia, two and a half. Charlotte, four. And Boston and Toronto are tied for the last playoff spot as of right now uh, at six and a half back. In the West, things are a little bit more spread out. Uh, Phoenix leads the way. Golden State is three and a half back. Memphis, six and a half. Utah, eight. Dallas, ten and a half. Denver, twelve and a half. Minnesota, 14 games back. And the Lakers are 14 and a half. Um, so, yeah, it, the East is so much fun to watch now. Um, Chicago could be in a little bit of trouble here as, you know, they, they have a lot of injuries starting to pile up. Uh, Russo has gone down now. Uh, we'll get to that here in a minute. So hopefully they, they can get healthy here and, you know, keep up their winning ways. Otherwise, they're going to have to, you know, fall into a, a play-in game. Now, uh, James Harden has also come out and said that uh, in the offseason, he is, well, I guess before the trade deadline, he's he's trying to push for it. But um, next year, uh, he is definitely going to push uh, a free agency um, and leave Brooklyn. Uh, he just does not enjoy living there anymore. Um, he he's kind of fed up with the whole Kyrie situation uh, and and all of that's going on there. Uh, so he's just done in Brooklyn, um, which it's weird because Brooklyn was supposed to be the next super team. You know, the Lakers were supposed to be up there. Now they're struggling. Um, and then you 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 have the Clippers who are out of the playoffs at, the, at like if the playoffs started tomorrow they'd be out of the playoffs which is just ridiculous to me, um, and so it, it's Brooklyn is hanging in there uh, for the lead in the East so they're still very good but um, for a supposed super team it's it's weird to watch them fall apart like this you know KD's hurt uh, Irving can only play on the road and now Harden's not happy. Um, so should be interesting to watch that going forward. Uh, and lastly, um, douchebag Grayson Allen has uh, made an a, a appearance. Um, 
believe it was Saturday at the game. Uh, they played the Bulls. Um, Alex Caruso went up for a, a layup, and Grayson Allen just took out his legs. Caruso landed on his head. Uh, he has a concussion. He's going to be out for a few games now. Um, just And I think the most bullshit part of it is he only got suspended for one game. <laughs> so, um, I can't believe this douchebag made it. I, I'm just going to keep calling him a douchebag, but I can't believe he made it into the league, first of all. Like, all these teams watched what he did in college. He wasn't even that good in college. And somehow the fucker gets drafted, and now he sucks in the pros, too, and the only thing he's good for is dumping people in their heads. Yeah. Well, in all fairness, and, like, this season you've heard about him a little more, probably because this season everybody's been out with COVID and whatnot. Um, But, no, he (laughs) – we talked about it, I believe it was episode one. I think I even – Somebody even tweeted out that Grayson Allen was a douchebag, and I'm pretty sure I tagged you in the tweet and was like, I done said this episode one. Um, But, no, first of all, only suspended for one game. If you're the NBA, you're absolutely getting laughed at right now. This is an embarrassment. You have somebody, regardless, like, I hate Grayson Allen, but regardless of how I feel about him, you have somebody clearly, very clearly, like, doing this to another person and putting them at risk, not only at risk of getting injured, but literally injuring him, giving him a concussion. Um, you know, and obviously it could have been a lot worse. Um, and, you know, I, I think that the NBA needs to step up and actually do something because this isn't the first time that we've seen it. And not just from Grayson Allen, we've seen it from other players. Um, and it needs to stop. These purposeful flagrant fouls um, really put these players at risk, especially when they have a full head of steam driving to the basket. And something needs to be done about it. And by you saying, okay, well, you have to sit out one game. In the NBA, that's like three days max. (laughs) Like three days max that you're going to be suspended because they play so often. It's not like the NFL where, you know, that's a whole week, you know, that you're normally you're leading up to and being excited to play a game and you got to wait that whole week. No, this is like three days in the NBA. Um, you know, I, I think that it should vary case by case. I don't think that there's a specific, like it should be three games. Or it should be five games or whatever. I think it should vary case by case. Um, you know, I, obviously repeat offenders should get more stuff like that. But I, I think by saying one game, you're not setting a very good example. Um, you're just, you're basically saying, Hey, look, it's okay if you do this. Like, you're getting a slap on the wrist. Um, I don't know if he faces any fines for it, but I'm sure it's not going to be enough. Um, but regardless, it, it, it needs to stop, no matter who it is. Um, and yes, Grayson Allen is one of the biggest douchebags on the planet. If not uh, the biggest. Yeah, uh, I absolutely agree with you there. Um, Just privileged. He's gotten away with shit literally his entire basketball career um and he continues to do it because he continues to get away from it this one game suspension is not going to change his mind at all no and i remember what he did in college i think he the most he was suspended was like three games um yeah so obviously he's not like how do you get suspended for three games for tripping in college yeah and get suspended for one game for literally dropping a motherfucker on his head like the nba the NBA is an absolute embarrassment, like, overall to begin with. Um, I, I don't know why I'm acting like I'm surprised that this has happened. Uh, the NBA is a dumpster fire as a whole, the way the organization is run from top to bottom. Um, 
but nonetheless, it's frustrating because I feel like that's part of the reason that I struggle to stay like invested. entertained and engaged and invested in the NBA yeah. is because dumb shit like this. Like, I, why would I want to support a league that literally can't even watch out for its own players? I agree. You good? Got me all. I, I, I just want to. I I just like sat back. I was like, I'm gonna let him get this shit off his chest. So, you good? You good now? You better. I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Well, that wraps up our show for tonight. Um, we appreciate you guys as always for checking us out. Uh, we'll be back Thursday. Uh, we'll preview the uh, championship games in football. Um, as always, give you the college basketball weekend preview. Um, we're gonna talk some more hockey. Keep getting uh, Nick educated here in the game. Uh, give you guys some updates. And by the way, I think I'm an expert at this point. Not really, but he, he does. I like think he's to talk expert, to George. But, I like to yeah. talk to George like I'm an expert sometimes, even though I couldn't tell you what the fuck penalty penalty kill is. But yeah, I, or I icing it. for that matter. I keep yeah. getting like, well, I don't keep getting icing um, calls on on Chell, but yeah. they keep happening. Don't worry, we're, don't even we're gonna explain it happens. all. We're gonna explain it That's all, all right. on Thursday. I'm we'll, excited. We'll, we'll have you ready. ready. So all right. Well, thank you guys as always. Please go check out our Twitter. Uh, our merch store, um, and our other socials. Uh, thank you, as always, for the support, and we will see you Thursday. Yep, we'll see you Thursday, guys. Take care. Who's got internet that's never lagging? Whose groceries do their own bagging? Who's got hair worth extra bragging? With pants that aren't too sagging? They only put up with a little nagging. Who's hotter than a fire-breathing dragon? Jack Wagon.